Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. The truth. Truth. truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. They don't know if it's true or false. Hello, and welcome to another recording of the Truth Cast that is True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism Cast. I am Thomas Luge, and I am here as always with my partner, Mr. Lil Dicky Ricketts. You know, I really like it when you call me Mr. First. You really only ever do that at the top of the show. I am a gentleman. The first time I introduce anyone, I introduce them with their proper title. I don't mind telling you, today's sort of like my birthday, which is four times as nice for me as the average person, on account of the fact that I'm a leap year baby and only 11 years old. I feel a lot closer to you right now, Thomas, even though I'm sitting a little bit further from you from where I usually do. What Dickie is alluding to is we are here in the home of my very own cousin, Paul Starr. Hello, it is a good thing that you finally came to visit. I've sent you several letters. You've ignored them all. As a leading voice in the truth community, Paul, I'm sorry I don't always have time to stop into these small American towns. He's a very busy man. I can't help to notice you have a very similar accent to him. Are you also from New Jersey? Born and raised. From near the shore. Oh, really? Yes. The Jersey Shore? Of course. Mm -hmm. What suck you like? We like to smash. Oh. Smush. Smush and smash. Nice. I know we're really here to speak about the Beatles, but what was Thomas like as a child? Well... Do you have any photo albums? I have a couple. Uh, Let me just grab them here for you. Okay. I'm going to look through these. Tell me about young Thomas. Well, he was always trying to use his mind tricks to have us all take off our clothes. Thomas, this must be before you were asexual. Of course it was, but it was purely in a non-sexual way. I was just trying to embarrass my family in front of the neighbors. Some people have the child pool flippy floppy photos of of themselves naked and also because of Thomas. I'm liking this new side to you. I was a bit of a prankster in my youth. Oh, is this Thomas in the bathtub? Yes, yes that is. He often likes to go into the bathtub wearing nothing but a tank top. Oh, how old is he in this picture? That would be him at 13. I would have guessed a little bit older on account of the mustache, but I guess you developed at a young age, which explains why you're so advanced now. Of course, of course. Uh, As you can see by that series of photos on that page you're looking at, I was never really bashful about my body except for the upper half because of my hairy nipples 
I could say that. At a young age, he started painting them on and then covering them up. I don't know why, uh, what the point of that was. Like painting on nipples above his nipples or like atop his nipples? Yeah, that's correct. Some people have a third nipple and he wanted a quad nipple. Oh, so he had like two sets of nipples. Only a second set were deception. He would only play with the second set. The pretend set or the second set's the real set? The pretend set. Would oh. get those little button candies to put them on sometime. In that era, I was very focused on balancing my chi, and I felt the only way to do that was to have an equal number of nipples. I think as I continue looking at these bathtub photos, I'm going to start playing with my chi. That has a different meaning from what I feel you're saying right now, Dickie. No, I have hard candies above my nipples, too. I think I just sort of sense that on account of not drinking the fluoride. Lack of fluoride in your body definitely... Puts you more in tune with your body and helps you be much more comfortable in your own skin. Hey, look at that. Paul has the same kitty cat pillow that Mama Ricketts has at our house. That kitty cat pillow brings me a lot of joy. Each of the kittens on it marks one that Thomas had me kill. Uh, Thomas? Care to explain? Uh, in order to ascend to the next level of mindfulness, you must offer a sacrifice to the gods. But kitty cats? They are the easiest and most accessible. Oh. There's a lot of feral cats in New Jersey. I'm going to close the photo album now. I've lost my will to go down memory lane because I'm thinking about... There's like 120 cats in that pillow. Only a very small fraction of the feral cats freely roaming the New Jersey shore. I'm very sad right now. I was hella excited to meet someone from your family and get inside the luge slash star family, if you will. But now I'm feeling mighty depressed. You know what's depressing? Having your cousin make you take the life of your lover, Ruben Studdard. The Reuben stuttered? No, he got that a lot. Reuben James stuttered. What was he known for? He made the best meatball $5 sub at Subway. And Thomas made you kill him? Yeah. Thomas claimed that he only gave them three meatballs instead of four. I found that to be very unacceptable. These large fast food chain restaurants have standards and he would never live up to them. Thomas, it seems like you're a little bit of a loose cannon. Is this before or after you went to Yale? This was before and during. When I'm promised something, I expect it to be delivered the way it is promised. Did you let the Dalai Lama know about this when you studied in Tibet with him and Richard Gere and Keanu raves of course i did they were all aware of my capabilities you made your cousin kill a man it is one small sacrifice for self-enlightenment so you don't regret it at all no it made you a better person you do seem like a pretty stellar person mr star he may have a point well, i could have been a better one if mr stuttered hadn't gone away at my own hands because some mind wibbly wobbly he did well i have a theory about homosexuality and how it doesn't really exist. It's just a myth perpetrated by the alt-right to make liberals look weak. And maybe Thomas was worried if you were, of course, not a homosexual because they don't exist, but engaging in homosexual acts, which I guess is possible because I have tried that to say if there is any truth to the myth of homosexuality. And I've determined it takes a 
stronger fellow than I am to do that. There's nothing weak about homosexuality at all. In fact, I think it's the toughest thing a, a person can do. Maybe he just wanted to toughen you up on the outside and the inside. Reuben had already toughened me up on the inside. Was he also like the Reuben stuttered that he was mistaken for and an African-American gentleman? He was mixed. He was half Russian. And half horse? Was he a centaur? He was not a centaur, but he did have some things in his lower half that did not look like they were human. Penis? Oh, yes. Oh! He had a whole stick. He was half Russian, half Malaysian, but both very known for their girthy penises. I did not know that. I learned something new about Malaysians. Mm-hmm. Thomas, you seem very uncomfortable with this interview, if I'm totally honest with you. This is precisely the reason why Paul had to part ways with Ruben. It was unclear of his origins and also as i said already in this interview uh in order for paul to ascend to the next level of remote viewing he had to experience some sort of pain this was the easiest way to experience the level of pain he needed for his brain to mold itself into what it needed to become i think that horse penis probably caused some pain too that's a different type of pain that is a physical pain i'm speaking of an emotional pain like the emotional pain of killing him and being really confused as to why my remote viewing only has me view into orphanages. I'm just gonna sit back and listen to this one. I've never seen you sweat before, Thomas, and I've known you upwards of almost a year now. Yes, yes. Viewing into the orphanages is a byproduct of Paul not being willing to let go of Reuben, and so now the essence of innocence is still caught in him, and the only truly innocent lives are those of the children who are being left inside of these orphanages. Mm -hmm. It is a natural magnetic pull of Paul's vision to go to these orphanages. Well, how do you explain the shelters, the animal shelters? Jesus, Thomas. That one right there is my uh, early years, the, the prankster in me that I spoke of. It apparently lingered. That one, I do apologize for, Paul. Until I reach level 9, I'm not going to be able to remove that, that side effect. Unfortunately, I am currently only at level 7. Do you know how many cats I had to euthanized? It doesn't seem like you're that upset about it. I think I heard a little bit of a giggle there. I think you both are pulling a fast one over on me like this is some sort of April Fool's and I guess I'm the fool. What you thought was a giggle was me holding back tears, okay? More cats euthanized than the amount of cats on that pillow. You're smiling, Paul. I mean, I'm just trying to paint a picture. Either you guys are pranking me or you enjoy this. I don't know which it is, but maybe we should start speaking about the Beatles. Yes, we should start speaking about the Beatles. That is, of course, why we are here. Yes. Paul appeared in one of our meetings a few months ago to share the truth with our fellow heroes and truth seekers that the very popular British band, the Beatles, actually never existed. That is true. The Beatles never existed. Now, what brought you to this conclusion? Paul. What was it about the history of this mega band that tipped you off? Well, the fact that they produced so much material in such a short amount of time and that mm. they were all over the world in such a short period of time. It was the 60s, okay? It wasn't the Jetsons. Mm. There's no way that that many people could be around the world. It's like Santa Claus. So would it be out of reason to believe that they were maybe androids and that they 
there were several copies of the Beatles. There are several theories. They could be look like models. They could be androids. They could be corpses reanimated, like rides inside of Disney World. They could be clones as well. Clones is a very popular theory of how they got around and how there were so many of them. I mean, if you look at the photos, there are these slight differences. Yeah, sometimes they have mustaches. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're alive and sometimes they're dead. I think I found an explanation to how they wrote so much music. They didn't. Other people wrote their songs for them, like Neil Diamond wrote Stepping Stone, and I bet someone else wrote The Last Train to Clarksville, and uh, someone else probably wrote I'm a Believer. I think that was Mr. Neil Diamond, too. Well, Neil Diamond did write Coming to America, and more like Coming on America. Ejaculate. Red, white, and blue with an extra side of white. And blue as in a verb. Mm-hmm. And red as in I'm embarrassed because I feel like now you guys are hinting that you know what happened when I was looking at those bathtub photos earlier. Read you like a book. Yes, we saw a little bit of not semen, but blood because your surgery still has not healed properly. Plus, when I ejaculate, it makes a slight whistling noise. Like what? Can you can you give us an example? Uh, start telling me something sexy like Richard Nixon stripping slowly. That wouldn't do it for me. When you guys were talking about orphanages, you said magnet, and then I started thinking Magneto and Professor Xavier, and then I started thinking about Jennifer Lawrence and... Yep, there it goes. Did you hear that? I thought I heard a slight whistle. Oh, it's just a very slight sound. It's sort of like an elderly man who speaks with an impediment, and he has maybe a slightly chipped upper right tooth. When he blows out, when he speaks, it makes a small, small whistling sound. Now I feel like you're attacking me because I have a chipped upper right tooth. Of course not, Dickie. I'm only 11 years old. I'm not elderly. Exactly. I said elderly, not pre-pubescent. Well, I've gone through puberty. I've cultivated a nice patch of hair above my pubis mound. You guys want to see it? Uh, we, we can save that for another time, Dickie. Of course, Thomas goes making decisions for the both of us again. I seem to know what's best for everyone. If Mr. Bill Dickie Roberts wants to go into the restroom and show us his whistling dick, I will not mind. Can we call you Whistling Dixie? I've never had a nickname before. I kind of like it. I'm feeling very... Oh, nope, not happy enough to whistle down there again, but I did feel a little tangle. Well, little Dickie Roberts, do you whistle while you work it? You keep calling me Dickie Roberts? I am sorry. Oh, now it's sucking back up into my body cavity. And we wonder why I make decisions for the both of us. I'm sorry, Mr. Ricketts. I'm sorry, Mr. Ricketts. Well, now I have to discount everything you said. I don't believe that Thomas did make you kill all them kitty cats, but I do believe you killed kitty cats. And I don't believe that Thomas made you kill that fella. I think you probably killed him on your own accord. The thing that Paul does not understand yet, because he has not ascended to the proper level of medium, is that no one can force anyone to do something that is not already in their desires. Roasted! Those desires can only be unlocked and brought to the surface. I never wanted to kill Mr. Studdard. I never meant to say Mr. Ricketts wrong. I'm sorry, Thomas just has somebody named Roberts on his hit list for me. Wait, there's a Dickie Roberts too? Yeah. 
I thought I was your only little dicky. You, you are my only little dicky. Your he voice was, cracked for a second there. It, it, it did. I've been speaking quite a lot today. Uh, I had a speaking engagement earlier for a group of heroes in the thumb of Michigan who were interested in some information on flying saucers and other UFOs. Did they give your speech a thumbs down? Of course not. I am a dynamo on a podium. Yeah, we were at the Cracker Barrel when he gave the speech and they even gave him a discount. They liked what he had to say so much. Did they give him a discount willingly or did he use his mind control with the discount? Once again, I cannot force anyone to do something that is not already in their desires. Yeah, like, you know, if he asked me to kiss him, I'd probably not do it. We have a platonic relationship and I have a girlfriend who totally exists named Atlantis Morissette who lives in Canada. That's been well established and she's totally real. And she even sent us an email in a prior episode. Yep. Which proves it, because she signed it post-script, I am really real. That is legit. Yep. It is like a handwritten IOU. That is how official that is. What's your favorite kind of music, Paul Stork? Oh, I'm sorry, did I get your last name wrong too? It's okay. My my family does it all the time. I think they like to try and forget that I was even born. Paul is the only one in the family who did not keep his family name Luge, who changed his name to Star. Because that's what I am. What do you do that makes you so stellar? Have you ever seen a three-pearl knit? You're talking about knitting? Mm-hmm. Crocheting? My specialty is nooses, are nooses. I'm like the Kavorki of knitting if i'm to be totally honest with you mr smalls i mean sorry what was it again stars stock oh okay or stock depending on your level of nakedness you're willing to put up with i think you're obsessed with death you're making nooses you've killed kitties you've killed a fella named reuben i've killed a reuben too but i'm talking about a sandwich dickie has unfortunately been taking comedy classes sometimes i'm in high demand around michigan on account of my natural abilities to entertain what events do you perform at oh i've been at the independent comedy club have you done a funeral there you are again talking about death have you done a cat's funeral (laughs) why is a Paul doesn't know where I live, right? I want to make sure Chairman Meow is safe. Paul is only a level three remote viewer. He cannot uh, follow you while you are in motion. He can only catch you when you are stationary. Your cousin's making me very uncomfortable. Do you know how hard it is to make a kitten noose? Uh, it's very hard. They're very tiny. You have to have very nimble fingers to get the knitting and all very correct. And then you have to, to hang it someplace where they could want to use it themselves. Paul, pardon my French, but what the fuck's wrong with you, Merci Boku? Thomas put these thoughts in my mind and I can't. Will you stop blaming my mentor, my sensei, my yogi, my spiritual leader, my troop master, my den mother for your evil doings? Once again, I cannot put thoughts inside of your head. I can only percolate them to the surface. Can we rewind to troop master and den mother? Yes, sir. (laughs) My troop master, my den mother for your evil doings? Mm, where were you when I asked you to be my troop leader? I was in California administering myself with DMT with one Joe Rogan as we try to unlock the secrets of the universe together. By the way, Paul, DMT is not the rapper who barks a lot. I learned that on an earlier episode. DMT is some sort of controlled substance. 
Oh, what's your favorite controlled substance, Diggy? I kind of like NutraSweet. NutraSweet is very powerful. It makes me have thoughts. Probably about death, if I'm going to guess. I mean, I don't want to finish your sentence for you, but I'm going to guess it's about death. I've never seen Dickie this passionate before. I've never been this passionate before. I have a tightening in my chest right now that I'm not 100% positive is the biscuits from the Cracker Barrel. You know, they're the spoons you can eat. Does the tightening feel like little cat paws kneading into your chest until they stop because life... The life is taken out of them. I'm going to FaceTime home and see if Mama Ricketts will let me talk to Chairman Meow because I need some cat comfort right now. Why did we come here? Does anyone know that we're here, Thomas? I'm freaked out. I did not let anyone know that I was coming here. I never let anyone know that I'm coming to Paul's house because I do not want this association uh, made with me or any of the work that I've done in the past. Well, I don't get a signal here, so I can't even call Mama Ricketts to show me Chairman Meow. Of course not, Ricky. We, Dicky, we are deep in the northern regions of the uh, upper peninsula of Michigan right now. You just called me Ricky. That's the first time you've ever misspoken. I know you're trying to play it cool right now, Thomas, but I think you're as scared as I am. Guess who can promote you now? Guess who can bring things to the surface more? That is... That is not possible. You are three levels below me. Or am I? You stopped caring about Paul Star years ago, and me and my army of decaying kittens are going to come. Quick, Dickie. Give me some tap water. It's the only way to block him right from taking over my mind. I can't. I'm having an uncontrollable urge to smash this Mexican glass Coca-Cola bottle and stab you with it. I'm picking it up and I can't control myself right now, Thomas. I'm being controlled by some outwardly force and smash up. Yep. I just smashed the bottle and I'm Thomas, you have to protect yourself, even if it means putting me in a a bear hold and Maybe choking me out. I, I think I know how to stop this. I have summoned Reuben. He is inside of your mind now, Paul. Quick, Dickie, while he's distracted. While he's distracted, get some fluoride. Get some I'm fluoride so water. I, I gotta console I'm him. So he's crying. Sorry. I am a gentleman. I told you. Dicky, this this people. depends on all surviving this. You need to go get some water right now. I well, let me just. The kings, here. they were all for you. You put, wanted. Put your head on my shoulder, Paul. It'll be okay. Get him, get him for me. Get him. I must grab the. I'm gonna go grab some water anyway. Uh, uh, you're not the. You want ice cubes in that, Paul? <sighs> yes. <clears throat> uh, uh, yes, and while you're at it, I think there's a knife next to the cupboard that should also come out here, too. Do not get the knife, Dickie. Leave the knife in the cupboard. I'm going to compromise and bring the knife and the water with ice cubes. That's good, Mr. Ricketts. That is a mistake, Dickie. You need to leave the knife in the cupboard. There you go, Paul. Here's some water. Why don't you drink some of this? Oh, and I think you know what to do with that knife. Yeah, I think I do. Thomas, I'm sorry, but I have to stab your cousin. Uh-oh.
Vicky, it was unnecessary to stab her in the calf muscle. Her? Him in the calf muscle. Oh my god, is this like a reverse crying game situation? <gasps> I can't run now. How am I supposed to get more kittens? I only stabbed you in the leg. It's gonna heal up. And it was a paring knife. It wasn't... I mean, the blade's not even... Here, look. I'm gonna stab myself. And here, I'll do it again. You don't see me crying. I'm gonna do it again. Dickie, there might be a problem with your nervous system. You just stabbed yourself three times in the leg. Oh. Alright. Maybe it's just this leg on account of being pre-diabetic. Here, let me stab myself. Oh, yep, I felt that one. I definitely felt that one. That one hurts a lot. Oh. All right, I'll take back anything I said about questioning your masculinity just because Thomas called you a her. That was just my prankster coming out again. I used to rib Paul for being the smallest boy in the family, and I used to call him a her. Well, how do you expect to catch pussies and barn cats being small and being able to get into corners and get where the little, the little babies were? I'm going to pull the knife out. Uh, now it's spraying all over the place. Uh, do you have, like, maybe some paper towels? That I, uh, probably more than paper towels. Bath towels? I have, uh... Oh, I'm definitely not gonna... I think I'm losing. Here, Dickie, I'm gonna rip a strip of my shirt off for you to create a tourniquet. Yes. Okay. Oops, I just stabbed myself in the arm. You better rip more of your shirt off. Because this is gonna... Yep, thank you, Thomas. Do you hear? Do you hear my little army coming? Do you hear the meows? The meows saying that they're going to get you rickets. We should really consider leaving as soon as possible. I think we should. Oh, damn it. I just nicked my earlobe. Could you kiss it and make it feel better? Thomas, please. Here you go, Dickie. Oh, they're coming in. We need to go right now, Dickie. Well, Paul, it was nice meeting you. It was nice hearing about your theories about the Beatles. I think you're batshit crazy. And I don't know that we're going to be back anytime soon. But if you ever want to visit us in a public place like the Hazel Park Library, where we do our podcast every week, releases on Thursdays, be happy to meet you any place. Hurry, Dickie. Hurry, they're coming. They're coming. Hurry, Dickie. Oh, you'll be back. Oh, no. I don't think we're going to be back. Dickie, we're running out of time. We need to get out of here. Hurry. Okay. All right, was that a bit, Thomas? Were you pulling a fast one on me? That was very real, Dickie. Our lives were in danger. If those cats made it up the stairs of the basement, we would have been in for some trouble. Zombie cats. Exactly. I kind of want to go inside and pet one. I'm sorry, start the car. If it goes bad, I'll, I'll come out and meet you out here. Hey, Paul, can I pet one of your zombie cats? Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, thanks for waiting for me, Thomas. Uh, one of the cats scratched me. Could you make me another tourniquet? I don't know that's going to be possible, Dickie. Why not? Because if I rip another tourniquet off of my shirt, my nipples will be exposed. I can already see three of them. Yes, but the fourth one is the one that is embarrassing to me. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Truthcast. Our guest, Paul Starr, was played by the brilliantly funny Samantha Rager. Sam is someone I am a huge fan of and consider myself incredibly lucky to get to be friends with her. Her stand-up comedy is as dark as you would imagine from this episode of the podcast. She has an album out now on all of your online distribution sites called Trigger Warning, and it is simply amazing. Uh, Here, let's take a quick listen to it. Have you had these thoughts before? And I'm like, for the past 18 years, (laughs) my suicidal thoughts are old enough to gamble now. (laughs) Not just with my life anymore. (laughs) She's like, have you made a plan? I'm like, oh, have I? I'll share with you my favorite plan. And that plan is for me to overdose. And while I'm still lucid enough, go down to my workplace and gorilla glue my hands to my desk. (laughs) I can tell who also hates their jobs. They're going to have to pry my corpse from my desk. (laughs) Then they're going to have to explain to the person they hire after me (laughs) why there's two skin hand turkeys. (laughs) So please check out Sam Rager's comedy album, Trigger Warning. She's the best. And thank you for listening to The Truthcast. We'll see you again next week.